0: Three pillars to health. Do you know them all? You might know them, but do you get enough of all three? The three pillars of health include nutrition, exercise, and the last that many people forget sleep. Many people see sleep as a luxury, but really, sleep is a biological necessity. There are many issues in today's world, but the greatest public health challenge in the 21st century is sleep. Here's a fun fact humans are the only species that deliberately sleep deprived themselves. Sleep has many benefits, but when you don't get enough sleep, there's a lot of negatives that comes with it. In today's presentation, we're going to be speaking about both. Now let's start off with the negatives of not getting enough sleep. The first issue is memory. When you sleep, when we sleep, our body produces cerebral spinal fluid, but without sleep, we don't produce any. This cerebral spinal fluid removes toxins built up in the brain. But not only does the brain need sleep, our body also needs sleep. There is a significant increase of cardiovascular disease with sleep deprivation. With irregular and abnormal sleep, you experience a 300% increase of calcification in the coronary artery compared to those who get enough sleep. In the spring, when we lose one hour of sleep during daylight savings time, you see a 24% increase of heart attacks within that next day. In the autumn, when we gain an hour of sleep, you see a 21% reduction of heart attacks. This shows that when not all people can keep track of their schedule, there's obvious health conditions and issues at hand. Not only is your heart and body affected when you don't get enough sleep, but like I said, your brain is affected. The hippocampus is highly affected when you don't get enough sleep. Your hippocampus is basically your memory inbox. It's where you receive information, store it, and memorize. Sleep basically allows you to absorb memories like a sponge. But without this sleep, your hippocampus can't store memories properly. When your body receives a reduction of sleep, your hippocampus is not as effective as when you get a lot of sleep. Now when I say not as effective, it's barely effective. So you'll notice if you start to lose sleep multiple days in a row, you begin to see a decline of memorization, not only in school or important things, but also in small daily activities that are scheduled and routine. There is a significant cognitive decline when your sleep is disrupted. Disruption of sleep can cause cognitive decline, aging, Alzheimer's disease, cancer, and so much more. But when are we gonna learn that we really do need the right amount of sleep. When will we learn that our daily activities aren't as important and should not be more prioritized over sleep? Maybe when we learn that our genes are distorted and disturbed when sleep is disrupted. Mother Nature hasn't come up with a thing to combat not getting enough sleep. Our bodies do not thrive when we don't get enough sleep. We suffer. Over time, our bodies get used to not getting enough sleep. With this, our genes start to change. What kind of effect will this have on the future with our children and our children's children. We're not done. Not only does the sleep affect all the things that we've talked about, but it also affects your metabolic system. Your metabolic system is very sensitive to sleep deficiencies. Many people have underlying issues or issues that are at hand that they don't know can be simply fixed with a proper and healthy sleep schedule. Now there are other things that need to be fixed obviously for certain things, but sleep ultimately is the first stepping block to all success. When you don't get enough sleep, your body releases more of the hormone called ghrelin. Ghrelin makes you more hungry. So, when you get not enough sleep, you're more hungry because your body needs that extra nutrition to keep going. And you also get less of the hormone called leptin. Leptin is also a hormone, but it's a hormone that helps regulate energy balance by inhibiting hunger. Leptin is our starvation hormone. Leptin is basically the way your fat cells tells your brain that your energy thermostat is set correctly. It tells your brain that you have enough energy stored in your fat cells to engage in normal, relatively expensive metabolic processes. So this is basically everyone's issue with weight loss and weight gaining. Not everyone's, but a lot. When you don't get enough sleep, you start to lose weight, but it's lean body mass weight. You start to lose muscle. Your body and hormones are confused on which energy, to, which energies to use for certain activities. And in this case, your body starts to burn off muscle during sleep. The reason for this is because your body is in starvation mode, so it creates fat. And in return, creating lots and lots and lots of fat. Sleep loss will leak down into every aspect of your physiology. Not only will it do everything that we said already, but sleep deprivation also creates a natural killer cell immune deficiency. If you don't know what a natural killer cell is, it's basically one of your James Bond cells in your body. Really good at detecting what is bad and what is good that's inside of your body. Without these cells, your body is prone to many diseases because your immune system is deficient. This is why a lot of people get sick and they don't know why. Now you hear a lot of people say you can sleep when you're dead. This is mortally unwise advice for someone to give you. Sleep is the missing puzzle piece to being successful. Sleep is the beginning step of being able to memorize for health, for sexual activity, for everything. Sleep is important for everything. Now you might be listening to this and you might be the type of person that doesn't get enough sleep. And you might be asking, well, how am I gonna fix my sleep if I can't even go to sleep? Your sleep schedule can be really easy to fix if you really wanna fix it. The thing is most people prioritize other activities and not sleep, so your first tip and fixing a sleep schedule and getting regular sleep is prioritizing sleep. Now with this comes regularity. If you aren't regular with your sleep schedule and your activities, it isn't gonna work. to go to bed at the same time and wake up at the same time every day. Now this seems really difficult until you just put your mind to it and do it. Watch your TV shows the next day and record them. Do your activities and do your homework a little bit earlier than you do typically. One of the issues in the 21st century is screen time. Artificial lighting. Artificial lighting produces a blue light, and the blue light makes our brain think that it is noon. This disrupts the chemical frequencies inside of our brain and makes us think that it is a different time when we go to bed. Now, if you are one that can't go without TV or can't go without your computer or tablet or whatever at night and it doesn't have a nighttime mode, use blue light glasses. They are super helpful with blocking out blue light, especially if you can get the ones that actually work. Watch out for the Chinese gimmicks. Now, last tip I can give you is to keep your room cold. The temperature of your body has to drop 2 degrees Fahrenheit for your body to start the sleep schedule. That's why most people tend to think that it's easier to sleep in a colder room than in a hotter room because, well, it is. Now, all of this seems very harsh and very difficult to fix, but the best way to break the association of being in bed while awake is to go to bed when you're tired. Now, this time will change obviously with every day and with different activities you do throughout the day, but you need to relearn the association with going to bed. If you go to bed and and watch TV in bed, you're going to end up watching TV in bed and not going to sleep. If you go to bed and you're not tired, you're going to associate the bed with not being tired. So if you're ever just squirming around in bed and you, you can't go to sleep, get up and go do something, get your mind off of it, then go back to bed when you're tired. This will help relearn the association with your bed and sleep. Like I said in the beginning of this presentation, humans are the only species that deliberately sleep-deprive ourselves. Why is that? If we can fix the sleep issue, it'll fix many social and physical problems with today's society.